0: Welcome to Zichudav, Man and by Abraham Goldar, and here my circus Zechaz Katan, Daf the third parak Il Megalchim. The third parak has been generously sponsored, by Nishmas, Yitzchak ben Kamamosha, Moshe, and Daniel Noam ben David. May their neshamas have an aliyah. So the three dubs are going to focus on, number one. The opening mission of the third parak begins on Daf Yud Gamal Mabes and states, Ve'il Megalchim and these people may cut their hair on Cholomod, and list habamu minisayam, mebesa shivya, ve'yotzi me'b'sa Asurin. One who's come from overseas or is freed from captivity or is let out of prison, among others. It continues with the Eilampsimoad. These are the people that may launder their clothing on cholamod, and brings a similar list. my time and all the people why they're forbidden to do so and answers that it's like a mission and tinyness that states. Anshe Mishma and anshe Maimed are forbidden to cut their hair and launder their clothing, but on Thursday of their watch is permitted because of the Shabbos. Rabbi Barakana said in the name of Laza, the reason is, yikansu In order that they should not enter the week of their watch when they are unkempt. So to hear, hair cutting and laundering are forbidden in Cholamot, so that people should not enter the regal when they are unkempt. Pointing to the words states, the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yudah, for it was taught in a price. so Rabbi Yudha says, Habam say Yam one who comes from overseas may not cut his hair, because he traveled not with the permission of others, but rather he left voluntarily. Rashi explains that because he left on his own accord, it's not considered an onus, someone who is compelled not to cut his hair. Rabbi explained that there's no disagreement between the Bar Mishnah and Rabbi Yudah shoot if he went out to travel the world for pleasure. They agreed that he would not be permitted to cut his hair. And if he went out l'mazonos for the purpose of seeking a livelihood, everybody would agree that it's mutter for him to cut his hair when he returns on Cholomod. L'nech they only disagree when he went out to make a profit. Rush explains that this person was wealthy and went out to earn even more. Rebuta compares in the case of Rashut to travel the world and forbids him to cut his hair. And the Cholomod liken him to Limazonos, to one who travels for the purpose of seeking sustenance and permit haircutting. And point number three, the Gemara states regarding Avelas. Avel eno noeg aveluso beregel. An Abel does not conduct himself with Avelis during the regal, but the Pasik states, the Samachta and you should rejoice in your festival. If it's an Avelis that began before the regal, the mitzvah's ase of the public, referring to rejoicing in the chag, comes and is doha the mitzvah's ase of the individual. And if the Avelis began during the chag, well, ase the yachi, of the rabbim. The of the individual, referring to the Avelis, does not push off the asi of the public, referring to the rejoicing on the chag. Well, she explains that rejoicing on the Chag is considered an ase of the Rabim because the whole nation celebrates the Chag. So once again, the three points are number one. The opening mission of the third parish begins in Dav Yud Gimma and states, Ve'il Bemod, and these people may cut their hair on Chau Mod and list, Habam Asurin, one who has come from overseas or was freed from captivity or was led out of prison among others. It continues with, Bemod. These are the people that may launder their clothing on Chau and, and brings a similar list. The Gemara asks, Adam, And all the people, "Why are they forbidden to do so?" And answers that it's like a Mishnah and Tainus that states, "Anche Mishmar and Anche Maimad asuring sapro chabes but chamishim mutarim Anche Mishmar and Anche Maymad are forbidden to cut their hair and launder their clothing, but on Thursday of their watch, it's permitted because of the Shabbos. Rabbi said, in the name of Rabbi the reason is, "Kedeshu Yikansu Mishmartan kashan in order that they should not enter the week of their watch when they're unkempt. So, to hear, hair cutting and laundering are forbidden so that people should not enter the regal when they are unkempt. Pointing it to the Gomorrah states that the Mishnah is not like Rabbi Yehuda, for what was taught in Abraisa. Rabbi Yehuda says, One who comes from overseas may not cut his hair. Because he traveled not with the permission of others, but rather he left voluntarily. Rush explains that because he left on his own accord, it's not considered an onus, someone who was compelled to not cut his hair. Rav explains that there's no disagreement between the Chachamim mission Mishnah and Rabbi Yehuda, if he went out to travel the world for pleasure. They agree that he would not be permitted to cut his hair. And if he went out on the zonas for the purpose of seeking a livelihood, everybody would agree that it's mutter for him to cut his hair when he returns on Choha Moed. They only disagree when he went out to make a profit. Rush explains that this person was wealthy and went out to earn even more. But Yudah compares him to the case of Rashut, to travel the world, and forbids him to cut his hair, and the Chochamim like him to mazonos, him to one who travels for the purpose of seeking sustenance and permit hair cutting. And pointing with you, the Gemara states regarding Avelis, Avel inu no aga beregel. An Avel does not conduct himself with Avelis during the regal for the Pasuk states, v'semakta bechagecha and you should rejoice in your festival. I If it's an Avelis that began before the regal, the mitzvah's of the public, referring to the rejoicing on the Chag, comes and is docha the mitzvah's of the individual. And if the Avelis began during the Chag, lo'aseh ase ase The ase of the individual, referring to the Avelis, does not push off the ase of the public, referring to the rejoicing on the Chag. Rashi explains that rejoicing on the chag is considered an asi of the rabim because the whole nation celebrates the chag. Alright, so now we go to our simmerduff yadalid and our standard simmon is a yad, a hand, and we often use a juggler as the simmon. So here goes. The chawamo, a juggler performing for a freed prisoner who was getting a nice haircut, who sat next to a businessman with unkempt hair who just returned from an overseas business trip, didn't see the avil enter the room and join the festivities. Once again in slow motion. The Chowamode Juggler Juggler, that must more in duff, yud, it yud. The Chowamode jugger performing for a free prisoner who is getting a nice haircut, which reminds us that haircutting and laundering is permitted in Chowamode for certain people, such as one who comes from Dina's Yum, someone free from captivity, and one who is free from prison. But for everybody else, it's forbidden so that people shouldn't enter the regal when they are unkempt. So the Chowamode jugger performing for a free prisoner who is getting a haircut, who sat next to a businessman with unkempt hair, who just returned from an overseas business trip, which reminds us, in terms of permitting haircutting and laundering, for someone who returns from Medina Siam, Revuda and the Chokhamim agree that if the trip was merely for pleasure, then the person's not considered an ones, and it's forbidden. And if he left for Mazonos to provide sustenance, it's permitted. The only disagree in the case where a wealthy businessman left to increase his profits. Revuda holds that it is as if he traveled for pleasure and forbids haircutting and laundering, and the Chokhamim hold that it's like someone going for sustenance and permits those activities. So, the Cholmo, a juggler performing for a free prisoner, was getting a nice haircut, who sat next to a businessman with unkempt hair, who just returned from an overseas business trip, didn't see the Avel enter the room, and join the festivities, which reminds us, the Gomorrah states regarding Avelas, Avel inu no agaveilus so An Avel doesn't conduct himself with Avelas during the regal, but the Pasuk states, v'semmacht and you should rejoice in your festival. The Asi of Avelis does not push off the Asi of the Rabbim, referring to the rejoicing on the Chag. So once again. The Chowamoa juggler performing for a freed prisoner who was getting a nice haircut, who sat next to a businessman with unkempt hair who just returned from an overseas business trip, didn't see the Avel enter the room and join the festivities. Alright, now it's time for a four-block back Daf Yud, so the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidden. So here goes. The minion of Yidden, minion of Yidden, that must be more Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin wearing messed up hems that they sewed on Cholomolet, which reminds us the Mishan state ahead of for Gadarchu. A layman may sew in his usual way. During Cholomolet, the Gemara in Ardav has what's considered a layman. And the yeshiva Rebbe Yana answered, whoever is unable to skillfully pull a needle of stitches through the fabric at the same time. But Yoshi Barchanina said, whoever cannot form a straight hem on the bottom of his garment. So the minion of Yidin wearing messed up hems that they sewed on Cholomolet had time to go out to the field to collect some large twigs for the Shul's Cholomolet bonfire. Which reminds us, if one only takes large twigs and leaves the small ones when clearing a field, then it appears his intentions for gathering wood to fuel a fire which is permitted on Cholomod. But if he takes both the large and small twigs, and it appears that his intention is to clear the field so that he can plant, which is forbidden. So the minion of Yidden wearing messed up hems that they sold on Cholomod had time to go out to the field to collect some large twigs for the Shul's Cholomod bonfire. Because their shops were closed over the Chag for merchandising. Which reminds us, Ravis said in his eighth ruling, any amount of merchandising in Ch'o'amod is prohibited, Rav Yosef Avin said. But in the case of a loss, it is permitted. Rashi explains that if the person will have a loss if he does not sell it on Ch'o'amod, but where a loss is not prevented by selling it specifically on Ch'o'amod, it is forbidden. Daf Yudolf. So the simmer Daf Yudolf is stars, like the eleven stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The handyman from five-star layman repairs five-star stars that must warrant Daf Yudolf. The handyman from five-star layman repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on moed, which reminds us, in the next mission of states, Osi ma'akul agagul merpesus of O uman. We may make a railing for a roof or a balcony in the work of a layman, but not the work of a craftsman. The Gemara what is considered maizah hedyot, and Rabbi Yosef says, of with palm branches and laurel branches. A braizotata can be done by piling stones on top of one another and not cementing them with mortar. So the handymen from Five Star Layman Repairs who put together a railing made up palm and laurel branches on Cholomoed and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel. Which reminds us there was a contradiction between our mission, which said repairs can be done on Cholomoed provided they weren't intended to be done then and a mission of Maishushin that said until the days of Yochun Kongadol the hammer would bang in Yishon which implies that only until his days working with tools was permitted but afterwards it became prohibited. Three answers are given, one of them being our mission is dealing with large saws which produce no noise, whereas the other missions deal with axes, which make noise. So, the handymen from five-star layman repairs who put together a railing made of palm and laurel branches on Cholomoed and used their silent large saw to fix a door lintel got a call to help a distressed man who had just turned over his owl to suppress him when he suddenly became a novel. Which reminds the Gamora notes that the opening mission of the Second Paragraph began with the case of mourning and concluded what to do in the case of Cholomoed. It never came back to what should be done in the Rav Roshishi Braid said that this tells us that things that are permitted during Cholomoed are forbidden to do during Avelis. Rabashi disagrees and says the mission is presenting the halachas in the form of a loma boy. It's not necessary to state that the is permitted during a bailus in the case of financial loss, since the prohibition not to do halachas is only the rabban. But even during cholmod, when the prohibition against halachas is at the raisa, in the place of financial loss, the rabbis permitted the halachas. Daf so Yud-Beis, the sim, Daf Yud-Beis, is twelve brothers. So here goes. The twelve brothers, twelve brothers, that must be more on Daf Yud-Beis the twelve brothers who contracted a non-Jew to build them a mega treehouse outside the Tchum, which reminds us, Shmuel said, The rule for entering into a contract to complete a specified project is that if the work is to take place inside the Tchum, it's forbidden to enter the contract with non-Jews if they'll perform it on Shabbos, for a Jew might see them and suspect that they were hired for work on Shabbos. If the work is for outside the Tchum, then it's mutter to enter contact with non-Jews even if they'll perform work on Shabbos, for no Jews will see them. But the more brings additional qualifications for even work done outside the Tchum. So the twelve brothers who contracted a non-Jew to build them a mega treehouse outside the Tchum saw his Kusi cousin who kept some halachas and not others hanging around on Cholomod, which reminds us what Chama said in the name of Rab, Hilchuz Mod, Kusim, the Halachah. The laws of the Cholomod are like the laws of the Kusim regarding deciding halachah. That just like the Kusim, if they observed one specific mitzvah, it didn't apply they observed a similar mitzvah. So to regarding Cholamod, we cannot say that one Kulah in the Halachas of Cholamod can serve as a basis for another Kulah. Abai said we have a tradition, hilchas shabbos that the laws of Cholamod are like the laws of Shabbos, Yesh for some of them the person is putt from punishment but the act is forbidden and some of them are completely mutter so the 12 brothers who contracted a non-Jew to build him a mega tree house outside the Trum saw his kusi cousin who kept some alachas and not others hanging around on Cholom so they schlepped their heavy beams into the house because he was a known Thief. Which reminds us the next Mishnah states On a whole mode, a person can bring his fruits into the house because of thieves The Gamor brings a price that taught Provided he brings the fruits into his house in private So that no one will see him and assume that it is generally permitted to do so Rav Yosef had some heavy beans that could not be left outdoors And he brought them into his house during the day He explained that daytime can be considered doing it in private For if he did it at night he would need additional men and torches Which would also be noticeable Yud-gimel. So, the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So, here goes. The Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy. That must be more on Daf Yud Gimel. The Bar Mitzvah boy decided to take his deceased father's earnings that came from working on Cholomod, which reminds us on the bottom Daf Yud Beis on Beis, regarding someone who scheduled his work to be done on Cholomod and then died, did the Rabbanim penalize his sons by making them forego the payment from his forbidden work? Rabbi Yossi Bar said that we have a tradition regarding Shemitah that if one improved a field during Shemitah by fertilizing, which is also the Rabadon, and then died, his son may sow it in the year after Shemitah. So we see from here that in the case of the Rabadon, the penalties against the person not his money. So too in the case of work done on Cholam the penalties against his father, not his money and therefore his son would not be penalized. So the bar mitzvah boy decided to take his deceased father's earnings that came from working on Chola moed and use them to pay workers who had nothing to eat. Which reminds us the next mission states that we may not buy homes, slaves, or animals on Chola Moed unless it's to provide for the needs of the Moed or for the needs of a seller who does not have anything to eat. What's the law regarding paying wages for work on Chola Moed to a worker that does not have anything to eat? Rav Nalchman answered that the phrase She'en that does not have anything to eat comes to include the wages of a worker. So the Bar Mitzvah boy decided to take his deceased father's earnings that came from working on Cholomoed and use them to pay workers who had nothing to eat, who were busy outside helping cover his cut figs, with straw, which reminds us, the third mission of the Daf states, ma at Ksios B'Kash Abin. We may cover cut figs with straw to protect them from the rain. Rab Yuda says that we may even make it thick. The more brings Malchuk Amarim regarding what the terms "covering" and "making thick" refer to. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of ten questions plus three bonus questions from previous Masechthas. Number one, which do deputy when any amount of business is prohibited on Chol That's on Daf. Yud, good number two. Which stuff do we learn that one is allowed to bring fruits or beams into the house in Chol mode if one's concerned about thieves, provided they try to do a betzina? That's on daf. Yud bays, good number three. Which stuff do we learn that if one worked on Chol and then died, his son may keep his earnings? That's on daf. Yud gimel, good number four. Which stuff do we learn that an avo is not nohag gevelas on the chab because the pasuk says v'samachta That's on daf. Good number five. Which stuff do we have a Malchus Tanakumar regarding what is permitted when it comes to covering cut figs on Chho'amod? That's on Daf. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn that one may sell to sellers and pay workers who have nothing to eat on Chho'amod? That's on Daf. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn that the laws of Chho'amod are like the laws of Kusim? You cannot derive one from the other. That's on Daf. Yud base. Good number eight. Which definitely when we can discern that one is collecting wood for a fire when he's only collecting the large twigs, not the small twigs? That's on Duff. Yud. Good number nine. Which definitely we can whether the halachas of Avelos are more chamur than the halachas of Avelos or not? That's on Duff. Yud alf. Good. And number ten. Which definitely when the source ma arvin simcha basimcha is learned from the dedication of the base of Migdash. That's on Duff. Tesk. Excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff in the Chumah Melch was not counted with the three emperors that ruled the world because he also ruled over the upper worlds? That's on Duff. Yidolf and Megillah. Good. Number two. Which Duff do we have a Melchokas if a chick hatched on Yantiv? Is Muksa, That's on Duff. Vav and Be'ah. Good. And number three, which stuff the when in the prison should suffer together with the Tzibu like Moshe Benu did during the Muhammad with Amalek? That's on Duf. Yidolfin is Excellent. That concludes today's Shir. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham. wishing you a great day and great learning.